This is the FBCG Live Podcast with Pastor John K. Jenkins Sr. Today's message is entitled, The Power of Living a Blessed Life. We must walk in the confidence of the Lord, make it a lifestyle to meditate on God's Word during the good and bad times. Wherever you're joining us from, we pray this message encourages and empowers you in your daily walk with God. Psalm 1 is our passage for today, and I want to spend uh, today just dialoguing about the power of living a blessed life. That's what I want to talk about. God wants you and I to live a blessed life. He wants us to be victorious, and he wants us to do well. That's the will of the Lord. He has made that ever so plain and ever so clear that that's what he desires in our lives. And the enemy, unfortunately, wants to frustrate you and defeat you. And he wants to do so many things to keep you from experiencing the power and presence of God. But the thing I love about Psalm 1 is that it maps out a clear course for us of what we can and should do in order for us to be victorious in life. And so I thought I should spend some time talking about it, especially while we're living in the midst of a pandemic where people feel so defeated and so frustrated. Uh, We are more than conquerors. You need to know that. You need to walk in the confidence that God has made you and I more than conquerors. But there are conditions. There's some things that we have to do on our part. We have to agree with God, walk with God, and be in the center of his will. And that's that's what this first psalm does. So I want to take a moment and just walk through this and, and, and let me just begin right here by this, uh, these, these six verses I want to talk about. And just allow me to take a moment and walk down through all of them. Verse 1 says this, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. That first verse is a principle. Laid up in verse 1 is a principle. It has given us a truth and a reality of what God wants us to do in our lives. Here's how he wants us to live our lives. Here's the principle he's given us. He says we, we are blessed. That word blessed means happy. It means victorious, happy, blessed, favor, grace. It means that God has smiled upon you and looked upon you in, in a special way. Blessed is the man. Victorious is the man. I like living a victorious life. He wants you to live a victorious life. Blessed is the man. And then he tells us what the blessed man, what the principles are, what is evident, what is seen in the blessed man's life. It says, number one, he does not walk in the counsel of the ungodly. He does not walk in the mindset and the thoughts and the advice and the suggestions of the ungodly. He does not take their counsel. I think this is an important point because so many people live their lives based on what the world says as opposed to looking at what the scripture says and doing what God says. This is the warning that God gives us. It is the uh, challenge that he gives to us, that he's calling us to live our lives in such a way that we're not listening to the ungodly suggestions, even of people that you like and respect. Just because you like them and respect them. And just because they might have some level of success, that's what's happening in this world today. We listen to people because they're rich and wealthy, and we think that that's the criteria for, the, for them to have a right to give us suggestions and ideas. Uh, let me suggest to you today that my, my guidance and my suggestion is that we, we take our guidance from this, this, this word here. 
So it says, blessed is the man who doesn't walk in the counsel of the ungodly. That means the person who's got, who has bad moral decisions and moral paths to lives. Blessed is that man who does not walk in the counsel of the ungodly, nor, it says right here, nor stands in the path of sinners. I like that right there. He says, you're not standing in the way of sinners. You're not, you're not standing in the route that sinners go. That's great news. Y'all missed a great place, a great uh, suggestion, uh, advice. It's not even a suggestion. It's counsel from God. He says, you don't, you don't even, <clears throat> you're, not, you're not standing. That word standing means connected and hooked to. That's what it means in the Hebrew, that you are standing with them and you're hooked to them. You're, you're not in their path of life. You're not in their course of life. You're not walking with them. You're not going down the same path as them. I love that right there. That's profound and powerful and, and amazing. He says, blessed is the man who does not stand in the way of sinners. You're not in the same path of sinners. You're not hooked to their way of life. I want you to take a look and examine your, the people that you hang out with, the people that you make plans with, the people who, who you, you're doing things that they like to do that you know you have no business doing. You're standing, you're connected, you're hooked. Y'all make arrangements together. And here's the scripture from God. He says, the principle is, you, you're not standing with them, but hold up, he doesn't stop there. He says, nor do you sit in the seat of the scornful, it says. Nor sits in the seat of the scornful. You're not, you're not, you're not um, dwelling and remaining and settling. That's what seat, seated, to be seated means. That, that you have, you've made a session with them, uh, you have connected with them, you have, you have, in some cases, married them. And the scornful are those who make fun of the things of God. They ridicule God. They, they talk about the things of God. They, they reject the things of God. They verbalize it. Uh, and, you know, out of, the, out of the abundance of what's in the heart, the mouth speaks. And if you've got people in your life who are ridiculing um, and talking negatively about the things of God, you're hanging out with the wrong people. And, and this principle is the man who's going to be happy and blessed, the man who's going to be rewarded, the man who's going to have victory, the man who's going to have, be more than a conqueror. Blessed is the man who does not walk, nor stand, nor sits in this arena of people. My friend uh, from Chicago, from the... Uh, uh, Salem Baptist Church, James Meeks, my dear friend, suggested uh, a very good concept. He said, walk, stand, sit. If, if, if this is what you make your, your route to be, you will walk with them, uh, walk in their audience, stand with them for a while, uh, and listen and heed and, 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 and embrace, and then sit down and make your life with them. You walk, stand, sit, and get settled in them. Thank you, James Meeks. I appreciate that, Pastor Meeks, for that profound insight that that's how it works. You, you go walk with them first. You stand, you're standing with them and then you end up sitting, making that a lifestyle for yourself. And, and that's a principle that God wants you and I to understand that he doesn't want us to make that our lifestyle. Some of you might not be victorious because of where you are walking, where you're standing and where you're sitting. And so the, the advice and the suggestion and 
the, the strong principle here today is watch where you walk, watch where you stand, watch where you sit. Watch where you walk, walk watch where you stand, and watch where you sit. Evaluate that in your own, your own personal life about what you're doing and where you're going. But he doesn't stop there. He comes, he comes and gives us point two, a promise. Point one is a principle. Here's the second thing. He gives us a program. I'm sorry. He gives us a program. And I love the program because this, this is a pattern in scripture, a principle and a program and then a promise. And it's no different here. The, all of these things are listed right here as well. He gives us a principle. Then he gives us a program of what he wants us to do, how he wants us to live our lives. And that's in verse two. And here's what verse two says. It says, but his delight, I love this verse right here, is in the law of the Lord and in his law he meditates day and night. Here's the program. If you want to be more than a conqueror, if you want to live a victorious life and be more than a loser, you want to be more than, you want to be a winner, uh, verse two is the key. This is the key to unlock. This is where most people miss out on the favor and blessings of God in their life. If there's a way I can challenge you today, here, here's my encouragement to you today, is put in place the program of this principle by verse 2, delighting in the law of the Lord, delighting, taking pleasure, getting excited about, desiring the laws of the Lord, not resenting them, not being upset or mad or angry about them, not rejecting them, but delighting in them, finding joy in the precepts and the principles, and the commands, and the statutes of the word of God. This is, this is what I, I love. I, I, I imagine some of you have lived your life on the wrong side of the street and doing the wrong things, but now you've come over to the right side of the street and with the right God and know that life is so much sweeter on this side when you're walking with God and honoring his word and obeying his principle. That's the program that we're finding joy and delight in the law of the Lord. This, this is, if there's anything I could try to encourage you on today is that you make this a lifestyle. See, so, see here's, here's our problem. We, can, we do it for a minute, 60 seconds in it. We do, we do the program of verse two for a moment, but we haven't made it a lifestyle. Verse, verse two says, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And then it says this, and in his law, he meditates day and night. Day and night. That, 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 there's the key. In the law, he's, he's, that word meditating means to ponder. It means you're delighting in the law of the Lord. It means you are pondering it. You are meditating on it. You meditate on it day and night. Uh, and that, that's that's I need you to get that because this, again, is where most people miss the point. Meditate, murmur, ponder, regurgitate. When a cow eats, a cow chews uh, his food and it passes through his stomach, but then he regurgitates it. It comes back and he chews it some more. He's, and then he, it goes back and it digests and goes back through him again because he has two stomachs. And, and so he uses this, this term meditate. It, it takes its root from that concept of what a cow does, that he chews it over and over again. And, and what is God saying? He's, you, know what, you know what this means? You know why he uses this word meditate? He's telling us to keep on thinking over it, think about it. When I do this in my own personal life, what I like to do is, is, is take a scripture and, and meditate on it and think on each word, one word at a time. And Try to think through what each word means and how it applies in this particular text. 
And, and what God would have us do is to make that a lifestyle that we're meditating upon it every day, all day, as much as we can during the day. I know we got work and jobs and assignments to do, but the kind of lifestyle God wants us to do, if you could just get this in your heart and get this in your mind and do whatever it takes for you to embrace this and practice this, to meditate and chew on the word of God, that scripture, the verses that you are uh, reflecting upon, allow it to uh, be chewed upon word by word and that you're getting every ounce of, 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 of truth out of it and application out of it because you have, you have, you've meditated on it. And, and then it says you meditate on it day and night. So uh, I, I used to tell people, and I still try to tell people here today, um, you know, the devil wants you to go to sleep with bad news on your mind. And I would tell you to go to bed pondering and thinking about uh, uh, the word of God. You know, wake up in the morning with the word of God. But I, I, th I think this word night even has even a more, even more serious uh, application to it. it. It means during adversity. It means that when you're going through tough times, instead of meditating on the difficulty of your circumstances and the challenge of your moment, he's saying to us today that uh, the, the, the program is that even when things are not going the way you want it to go and you're in the middle of a storm or challenge, he is saying how important it is for you to ponder and think about um, uh, meditating on tough in tough times on the word of God. Don't meditate on the challenge. Don't keep pondering about the challenge. What he's saying to you and I today, how important it is for us to even meditate on his word through difficult moments in life. Hallelujah. So I, I want to I want to encourage you today. I want to tell you today. This is the program. Blessed is the man. Uh, uh, who puts his delight in the law of the Lord. Uh, you know, what, and some of y'all are listening and meditating and pondering and reflecting on everything but the word of God. You got Snoop Dogg and you got uh, uh, whoever y'all listen to today, who, who the weekend who, who, or maybe the weekday, <laughs> whoever he is, you, you thinking about Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, whoever, the, whoever it is, but my thing is to you today, think about the word of life. Just give this a try and see and see the promise of God. And here's the promise. His point three is the promise. Because he gives us a promise. And this is the third point right here. So we, I gave you the principle, the program. And here's the third thing is the promise. And, and, and allow me to celebrate right here. Verse, verse three, the promise. And here's what it says right here. It says, he shall be like a tree. Planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither, but whatever he does shall prosper. Whew, my gosh. Whew, I love that right there because I've experienced it and seen it in my life uh, that God uh, wants to fulfill a promise in you. He wants to make the promise that he makes, he has made right here in Psalm 1, a reality in your life. Uh, uh, he says, I, I, I want to make, I want you to be like a tree planted. And I, I got three points and I got three sub, sub points up underneath this point. And, and the first thing he says, I, he, he'll be like a tree that's planted by the rivers of water, planted. If I could give you a, 
a point here, that's what it would be. You're planted. That word planted means you're in a secure place. It means you are, you are, uh, you are firmly in place. You are firmly, you're, you're like a tree, you're, you're planted. I, I call that planted. But hold up, I don't stop just at the planted part. You'll be like a tree, you'll be planted. But also, uh, he says, you shall be like a tree planted by, by the way, you're planted by rivers of water. You, you're planted by a place where you'll be fed and nur- nourished and nurtured. When you're doing that, you got a place. See, some people fall out and fail and get defeated and lose because they're not in a place to be nourished. But if you're in this word, meditating on the word, he said, you'll be just like a tree planted by the rivers of water. You'll have you you'll be nourished and nurtured to have life. You won't you won't get dry. You won't you won't fail. You won't get frustrated. Uh, you see, the thing I've discovered about walking with God and in my life, I'm getting excited about this right now, is that in this word, even when I, the devil and the enemy tries to put frustrating and, and challenging uh, uh, issues in my life or try to make me want to quit or walk away or, or be tired or weary, uh, the reason I'm able to continue to, to keep going and keep doing is I'm getting nourished. And my nourishment comes from the word of life. It comes from meditating on the word. It keeps speaking to me. I love it when I get in this word and something will leap off the pages that I've read a hundred times before. But all of a sudden, God shows me something that I haven't seen before. It nourishes me and gives me the, the answer that I needed or the direction or the answer of a, of a solution that I needed. He gives me something I need to go on. And I love it because God gives me a sense of direction for my life. I shall be like a tree. I am like a tree planted by the rivers of water. I'm nourishing. I'm being fed. I've got, I'm not dried up. I'm not tired. I'm not weary. I'm not frustrated. I have something to nourish on. If you're in a place of frustration, if you're in a place of weariness, if you're in a place of dryness, maybe you are not planted. And my encouragement to you today is get planted. And I'm telling you today, the way you do that is get in that word of life. He says, you shall be like rivers of water planted. You shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. But hold up, not only does he say will you be planted, he also says you will, produ- you will produce production. If I give you a, se- a second sub point to this, it would be you shall produce. It says you shall bring forth your fruit in your season that brings forth its fruit in his season, I like that right there. In the right time, you'll bring forth fruit. You bring th- you, and your leaves shall not wither. You shall bring forth fruit and not wither. Some of you are withering away, and you don't have no fruit. Okay, so that, that means can nobody nobody else could even be blessed by you. See, when, when the tree brings forth some fruit, it's a blessing to somebody, and you're unable to bless other people because you're tired and weary and withered. You not only don't have any fruit on your tree, you're withering. You're tired. You're worn out. You're hanging on the edge. That's an indication. Something right there. God wants you to have life, abundant life. He wants you to have joy unspeakable, a peace that surpasses understanding. That's the will of God that he wants you to do. And this first psalm right here is giving us the solution and the answer. He's trying to tell you what it is he wants you to do what, and how we can get what we need to have. He, and I, and I, that's why I love this verse right here. Love this scripture right here. You shall bring forth fruit in its season. At the right time, at the right season, you shall prosper. And your leaf won't wither. 
that's the will of God. That's what God desires for your life. Your leave also shall not wither. And what? And here's, 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 here's the third part of this, prosperity. You'll be like a tree. You, you'll prosper. So you'll, you'll be planted, you'll have production, and you'll prosper. There's my peace today. I am giving you all my peace. I, I call this little study of this piece, triology. Triology, the study of, of, of what God wants and can do for you in your life. So you shall, you shall be planted, you shall produce and you shall prosper. Whatsoever he does shall prosper. You know what? That's what I'm excited about. I'm excited that, that I live a life of prosperity. And, you know, people don't like it. People are jealous, upset, mad. And I know that some people have a theology that people shouldn't prosper. That's not, that's not my theology. The scripture says, whatever he does shall prosper. Whatever he puts his hands to shall prosper. I embrace that. That's the teaching of the word of God. And I like living that kind of life. I like seeing God answer my prayers. I like God giving me blessings beyond what I deserve to have. I like God rewarding me and giving me, giving me prosperity. God wants you to have prosperity. And whatever he does shall prosper. Why does, do y'all get that? Do you understand the profound power of the fact that the Lord wants you to prosper. Whatever he does, wherever he goes, whatever he puts his hands to, prospers. And that's a lifestyle that I, I'm grateful that I've seen God do it over and over again, not just in my personal life, but in other people's lives who take this to heart and apply it to their life. And so my challenge to you today, to everybody here today, is, is, is the program that he said, and here's the, here is the promise that goes along with putting the principle and the program in place. You're not hanging out with the wrong people. You're not walking in the counsel of the ungodly. You're not standing in the paths of sinners. You're not sitting in the seat of the scornful. You haven't settled yourself in their, in, in their lifestyles, but you instead are instead delighting yourself in the law of the Lord, the command, the word of God, the laws, and in his law you meditate. You are chewing. You are, you are eating. You are uh, 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 regurgitating, renumerating. You're doing what it is that God wants you to do with taking that what, you've, what you have eaten and keep, keep chewing on it and keep chewing on it and keep chewing on it and drawing every and take it word by word by word and what it means and how it applies to your life. You're meditating on the word of God and guess what? And you're doing it day and night. You're doing it in the day and you're doing it in the night seasons as well. You're doing it when life isn't going well as well as when life is going well. You're doing it when you're up and when you're down. You, you, you're, pondering it, you're pondering it as much as you can. That's my encouragement to you today. Do it as much as you can. Make it a lifestyle. And the promise from God is you, you will be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. I love that right there. You shall bring forth fruit in its season. Your leaf shall not wither. You won't wither. You won't fade away. And whatever you do shall prosper. Let me close this message with a fourth and final point. I call it the penalty. Because verses four and five tells us there's a penalty for not embracing. There is a penalty for not embracing. Not walking in the way. It says right here in verse 4, the ungodly are not so. Here's what happens to the people who disregard. 
Here's what happens to the people who don't submit and obey and follow. The ungodly are not so, but are like the shaft which the wind drives away. You know, uh, when, a, when, when, they, when, they, when they harvest wheat and gather wheat, sometimes it's, it's got a, a shaft that covers the, uh, the wheat, a shell, as it were. And they take that wheat and they toss it in the air when there's, and the wind blows off the shaft from off of the, uh, the wheat. And, and all of the stuff that grows with the wheat that's not wheat. Throws it up in the air. The wind blows away the shaft and the real wheat comes back to the sifter. It's a sifting process, it's called. The wheat gets, th- gets thrown up with all of the stuff that grew with it and all of the shells and all of the stuff that's useless. Throws it in the air and the useless stuff is blown away by winds. And God says that the ungodly are like the shaft which the wind drives away. The ungodly are just like the shaft which the wind drives away. The ungodly are just like that. That means this. That means they find themselves being blown away by the winds of life. They're blown away. They have no stability. They don't even know where they're going to be from day to day. There's no stability, no solidness. It's the penalty. It is the penalty of being ungodly, of not listening to the word of life and the word of God. This is a lifestyle. This is a personal lifestyle, which I want to challenge everybody to consider. I don't want to I don't I don't want to be blown away by the wind. I don't want to be kicked to the curb or to the side. It's not my desire. It's not my life that I want to live. I want to live my life in a way that I'm right smack in the center of God's will because there's blessings and favor and promises there. I don't know what your daily practices are. I don't know what you do day by day, but I, I, I want to I take the principles and the program and put it in place so I can experience the promises. Verse number six says this. It says, for the Lord knows the way of the righteous. When you make the right choice, the Lord knows your way. When he sees you, I'm not telling you to do this so everybody else can see you. The Lord knows the way of the unrighteous. He knows the path. He knows how they live. The Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. You'll be defeated. You'll lose. You'll go by the wayside. You will. You shall lose. I don't. God doesn't want you to be a loser. God doesn't want you to perish. It's my prayer today that with everything that's in you, that you make it a regular lifestyle to meditate on this word. That you make you make a choice and a decision to be committed to make it a lifestyle of meditating on the word of life. Matter of fact, why don't you start with Psalms one? Memorize as much of it as you can. Get all six verses if you can. Ponder it. Think about it. Apply it. Breathe on it. Live on it. Think about it. If you you haven't put this word in your life, if you've made the mistake of rejecting, if if you're like some of these people who who the scripture talks about, who've been ungodly, who's been a sinner, been scornful, 
talk badly about the truth and the word of God. You haven't delighted in the word of the Lord. You don't meditate on his, his word, day nor night, or night. You haven't had the, 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 the blessings. You haven't experienced the prosperity. I get this hope for you. You've been listening to FBCG Live with Pastor John K. Jenkins Sr. When we make the right choices, we can experience the power of living a blessed life. If you've been blessed by this message and would like to help us reach more people through this ministry, please click the link in the podcast description or visit our website, fbcglenarden.org slash give to donate. Thank you for joining us. We hope that you'll subscribe so that you'll never miss an episode. Be sure to tune in next week.